Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hello, welcome to another edition of Around the Coin. I am your host, Faisal Khan. On today's show, you will hear from the man at the helm of Galileo Financial Technologies, a company that has been around for 20 years and is pretty much the go-to company for the world's most innovative fintechs. Galileo offers what I would call a super API, one unified API that connects to it all and offers all sorts of banking solutions, including regulatory coverage in multiple markets. Please welcome the co-founder and CEO of Galileo Financial Technologies, Mr. Clay Wilkes. So, Clay, tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, how you got started and how did you end up as the CEO and founder of Galileo? Uh, yes, thank you, uh, Faisal, for having me. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, I am the uh, founder and, and CEO of Galileo. Uh, Galileo is referred to as the API standard for card issuing and digital banking. The question is, is uh, how did I get here? And uh, my, my background is in operating systems and technology. Um, I, uh, I actually studied, uh, uh, I studied uh, to go to medical school, uh, actually, when I was in college, and uh, uh, didn't end up doing that for a variety of uh, personal reasons. Uh, and, uh, but I, I grew up around technology, and I knew this was an area that I could work in if, if needed. And uh, I, uh, I went, went to work for some larger companies and, uh, and ultimately uh, ended up starting my, my uh, own company uh, and patenting uh, voice over IP. Uh, that company, uh, iLink, I took public uh, and, uh, and uh, eventually um, retired um, fairly early. Uh, and uh, I had been retired for about six years prior to starting Galileo, and I started Galileo 20 years ago. Uh, so that was, uh, that was kind of my journey uh, in getting to uh, um, the beginning of Galileo. Wow, you don't get many people who come out of retirement that early. Yeah, um, it, it, was, uh, it was the right thing for, for us to do. I, and I was being encouraged by my wife who was saying, um, you know, why don't you go set an example for your children? Uh, so, um, you know, it was, uh, it was, a, it was a, a, a good opportunity that we had both kind of jointly discussed and um, I felt like it was the right thing to do. It's turned out to be a, a great experience. Not many people in technology end up in payments and banking. What prompted you? Did you have an earlier experience or exposure to it? Um, no, my uh, my 
as I say, my background was in operating systems uh, and, um, you know, voice over IP was very uh, transformative uh, to telecommunications uh, prior to uh, prior to the experience there. Uh, every every conversation was switched, um, and of course, um, for voice over IP, that's not the case. And um, with payments, uh, I was looking for um, you know another industry that I felt like could be uh, and needed to be transformed. Um, and uh, um, uh, we started looking at the technology. I started looking at technology, and 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 felt like this was uh, uh, an you know an important ex- ex- experience. Uh, and, and needed within an, an industry. Um, at the time that we started, it was the, the end of the <clears throat> um, kind of the, the first wave of internet uh, success. So voice over IP was obviously one of the initial uh, internet companies. Um, and interesting point of fact, we actually predated uh, Netscape and Yahoo, um, both, um, which were very early, early on in the, Internet age, and then the the the, the um, internet bubble kind of burst, um, and um, you know we we felt like uh, it was uh, it was an opportunity to to transform a, another industry uh, in payments, uh, and payments were not being conducted at the time in a way that was conducive to the internet age. So creating a um, a platform that was um, API driven and, and, uh, able to, to, to do what, uh, what we felt like clients would need to be able to do. Um, we felt like we were a little bit early in that. Um, but the, uh, the industry, uh, finally caught up to what we were doing. And, uh, fortunately at the time, Galileo was in a, a, in a good position to, uh, to excel there. So, you know, if I walked up to you at a party and I didn't know what Galileo does, explain that to me. Yeah, we um, we we provide um, the technology and the back office capabilities uh, that allow our clients um, to introduce um, payments and banking uh, capabilities uh, out to their customers. Uh, so we focus on the core technologies so that um, they can finish uh, the consumer experience um, and uh, bring that. Um, uh, t- uh, to the market in a um, digital uh, native or digital first uh, sort of way. Uh, so we're in the middle of a, a massive transformation uh, in terms of the way that we all interact with our money. Um, and that transformation is the breaking down. It's the uh, reimagination and optimization of component parts of the way we've banked for 150 to 300 years. And, um, and that, is happens to coincide also with this uh, very significant transformation that's been underway in terms of uh, um, our our digital, uh, you know, handheld digital experience in terms of uh, uh, wireless and smartphones, uh, and so um, they they work quite nicely uh, together, uh, and we're you know we're we're witnessing a, a dramatic dramatic change globally. There's thirty five thousand fintech companies globally that are that are uh, out there today so are you like uh, let's say akin to fis or pfizer or jack henry or is it different from that uh in terms of uh um, do we provide some of this similar uh capabilities i would say the answer is yes uh, but we do it in a very dramatically different way 
Um, one way to think about Galileo is just the, um, an ability to be able to organize information. Um, very, very similar to the way you might think about your computer and the file system there and all the documents you'd have to store into the computer. Um, and the information that we are organizing happens to be financial information. So whereas a um, legacy player, such as some of those that you mentioned, uh, might be dealing with on the payment side, the inputs and outputs of a payment transaction, uh, we, on the other hand, would be uh, organizing information in, in vastly different ways. Let me set the stage like this. Um, payments uh, for years um, was um, defined by um, initially um, sort of non-payments <clears throat> non uh, company uh, experiences. So the gas station, the department store, um, ultimately Bank of America uh, created Visa and uh, they extended that merchant relationship. So um, consumer credit was born. Um, they figured out they could apply that same capability or technology to your standard bank account, DDA, and debit was born. And then about 20 years ago, um, there were a, a emerging a whole new array of different applications that was not traditional credit, was not traditional debit. And really that was the beginnings of uh, what we now know of as FinTech. Uh, and so that's the age in which Galileo was born. And we, we brought this payments platform out that um, um, could uh, easily adapt itself into a wide variety of different uh, applications. And, and whereas the legacy players uh, were unable to do that. And so as we uh, grew and developed, we saw a wide variety of these different types of uh, situations and, and uh, needed to be able to uh, serve them. And, uh, and then along comes FinTech and Galileo's in a great spot at a great time. So do you actually own the licensing and banking experience or do you work with banks and sit sort of in the middle? Because uh, I know you're not front-facing directly to the consumer that your customers are. So are you considered more or less like middleware? Would that be a correct assessment? Um, the way that we, we think about it is, uh, is really in this um, trilateral relationship. There are three important parts here. Uh, one is the bank, the regulated entity, as you as you rightly uh, note, uh, and that that bank, um, regardless of the country that it's operating in, is really the the licensed entity that has the primary relationship <clears throat> with the uh, with the payment network. Uh, so you've got to have a bank or a, a bank like structure in the in the experience somewhere. Um, but these three parties, the bank, um, uh, our client, um, or, or the fintech company, and then um, a, uh, an issuer processor uh, such as Galileo, these three parties enter into a relationship. Um, they all have certain uh, roles to play. Uh, and the role that Galileo plays is as the technology provider. Uh, the bank is playing the role of the you know, compliance oversight and settlement. And of course, the fintech is marketing and developing the program. So all these uh, so-called, I mean, I guess the right word would be challenger banks or neobanks or even maybe the word pseudobanks who are coming out in the U.S. and other places, they would be your typical client. Would that be correct? Uh, we certainly serve uh, many uh, digital banks. In fact, by one recent study, 95% of all digital banking in North America is being powered by Galileo. 
Um, well, 70 there you out go. <laughs> of, yeah, 70 out of the top 100 fintech companies, most valuable fintech companies are our clients of Galileo. Um, six out of the top 10, including number one and number two. Um, but Galileo um, doesn't just do, um, you know, a, a digital bank. Um, we, we our, our uh, ability to be able to adapt into these other variety of, of applications is important. And uh, that innovation that is occurring in banking, Galileo has been able to, to uh, solve many, many of these types of problems. I'll give you one example, and that is um, B2B payments. So a particular business is got a payment that they want to make to a vendor or supplier. Um, and there are companies that are trying to solve just that particular problem. Uh, and Galileo powers those companies that are solving those, those problems. So uh, that's, that's one example. Healthcare might be another. Um, and we're, we've got uh, uh, applications in a whole variety of different things, such as healthcare, um, but also um, gift, transit, travel, um, digital banking, as you note. Uh, and and many others. What is it about Galileo that really you know garners the interest of all these fintech? I mean, I'm sure surely in in the US there's a lot of companies that might pose as competition. But what have you done right in your opinion for the last so many years that really gets you that uh, you know the 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 clients and say you know let's just go to Galileo because you know they have it sorted. Uh, that's a good, very good question. So if we dig into what Galileo is doing, we're providing this API layer. The API, the way to think about that is really a veneer that accesses uh, core technology. So the core technology is really the thing that ends up powering um, the experience uh, and being able to have a well-rounded um, uh, set of services that are meaningful uh, in this digital first, digital native type of capability that these digital banks are, are bringing out is really what's powering it. And what I mean by all of that is the account of record, the ledger, the authorization and settlement, ACH capabilities, direct deposit, disputes, customer service, IVR, uh, business intelligence and analytics, um, industry leading AI, all of these capabilities, as well as the services, so the back office and middle office services that are needed um, are, are, are the things that Galileo is doing. In addition, we have direct integration uh, to the payment network. So Visa, MasterCard, Discover, as well as all the ATM and PIN networks. Uh, most of the uh, sponsor banks uh, were already integrated to, uh, as well as the uh, top uh, card production and fulfillment companies. We provide all of the capabilities uh, that are required for uh, different form factors, such as Apple Pay, Google Pay, Samsung Pay, uh, as well as contactless EM EMV. We support push provisioning, so the ability to be able to push uh, a, a, a card directly into the wallet from an application, uh, from an app. Uh, we are integrated to uh, most of the large uh, cash loading networks. We provide remote deposit capture. Uh, we also offer bank sweeps uh, programs uh, for high-yield FDIC uh, uh, accounts. So all of these different things that we're providing, uh, we do in a PCI-certified secure, but the key really is API-driven fashion. And that API-driven capability allows for our client to be able to make API calls to quickly and easily uh, get, get to market with um, uh, industry-leading and um, 
robust, if you will, uh, offerings that that easily exceed the capabilities of of many of the um, uh, incumbent banks. That's a really great definition. It seems like you're almost like, I don't know, for lack of a better word, a super API, you know, with all encompassing. And on the back end, you have like something like a financial router where you're able to connect to multiple institutions and, you know, there are different product offering. Whereas on the front end, your customers just look at one API and say, listen, I'm going to sign an agreement with you. Yeah, it's going to be a tri-party agreement, what have you. But that one API does everything. Is that a correct assessment? That's yes. That's a that's very um, uh, yeah very accurate and, and on point. One other one other kind of uh, thought around that, and that is that you know Galileo is obviously dominant in North America, United States, and Canada. Um, I mentioned ninety five percent of of all services there today being powered by Galileo. But we're expanding rapidly internationally. So we've just um, just lit up Mexico um, and been very successful in our entree into uh, Latin America. We're, we're going into Colombia and Brazil, as well as four other countries that will give us a large footprint in Latin America. We're doing the same thing in APAC um, today with Singapore, Japan, Hong Kong, uh, Australia. Uh, we're already uh, um, certified and, and live in um, the UK um, so, you know, this international expansion uh, is an important one I'll come back to here in just a minute. Uh, the uh, product that we've launched recently, award-winning product called Galileo Instant, allows you to be able to take what would normally be um, a very long and expensive um, experience in trying to bring up one of these programs and really be able to compress that down. What would normally take months, um, think nine months to 12 months or beyond, um, into a, a number of minutes. We, we refer to that product as Galileo Instant. This is ideal for gig economy, marketplace, e-commerce type applications, and we believe will transform the industry. And then finally, um, lending and invest capabilities. So we're, we've just recently uh, gone through a, a merger with SoFi. SoFi has done an incredible job of uh, building out um, loan capabilities around um, personal loans, uh, student loans, uh, home loans, uh, credit cards. Uh, and that securitization capability uh, is important. So in addition to the lending, the invest capabilities, we've got um, massive uh, investments into uh, the invest. So the things that allow you to be able to to initiate uh, securities trading, both in the fee-free as well as fractional trading models. Um, these, are, these are also very important, but the key here is that these types of products are in the roadmaps of our, of our existing clients. So being able to distribute those additional products is really key. But if you stop and think about those four things, banking and payments, international support capabilities, Ability to be able to bring something uh, to market very, very quickly, lending and invest, and be able to do that all via a common API interface. You really, for the first time ever, have an ability to be able to deliver on the promise of banking as a service. So um, delivering on banking as a service, what do I mean by that? It is this common API interface available in multiple geographic areas with enterprise-grade banking and lending capabilities which abstract away the local geographies, laws, and regulations so that somebody in London can actually call an API uh, and uh, affect an outcome in Sao Paulo, Brazil. 
Wow. I mean, this is a big thing. I mean, you know, international payments is, for lack of a better word, are extremely fragmented. And if you are able to stitch even a few countries together and have a seamless experience on a single API where you offer, let's say, for, for uh, maybe real-time payments, uh, small value payments, an instant settlement, because obviously the ledger is just all yours and just happens to be in different countries and you can do book-to-book settlement, then that is a real, real, um, that's a big deal right there. I it, mean, I can see it over there. It is, it is a big deal and, and you're, you're absolutely right. And today there is no company, um, there's no company in the world that can do exactly what I just said but Galileo is very well positioned to be able to pull all of that off. And by no company in the world, uh, Visa can't do it. Uh, PayPal can't do it. Uh, certainly none of the other uh, uh, issuer processors can do it. Um, so being able to do that um, gives Galileo a distinct advantage. For example, as a fintech in the United States wants to move into Mexico or into Brazil or into Singapore, uh, being able to to do that is is really really key. It, it almost sounds if if, I, if you pardon the expression, you're almost like a monopoly. You know, have a monopoly on this thing because I cannot think of any other company that would really even come, let's say, seemingly close to what you offer. Uh, sure, you know, you have companies that offer maybe one facet of what you may be doing. You know, uh, they'll do marketplaces, payments, and worldwide, but they don't really own the book over there. All, all, all the same, you know. Uh, and then to offer it in a single API in multiple geographic you know, geographies with different, you know, uh, regulators, uh, that's a that's a pretty big thing. How do you stay on top of the game? I mean, surely there has to be, you know, external pressure coming from other competitors to, you know, say, okay, you know, we, we got to beat Galileo, just like people say, you know, we got to beat the Swift model and we're going to beat Swift at their game, et cetera. How do you stay on top of the game? Uh, good question. I want to go back to the comment you made a minute ago about being a big deal. If you stop and think about just the region of LATAM, it's easy to say, oh, oh, LATAM is anything south of the United States. Well, in reality, each of those countries, uh, and every, everyone knows that banking is country by country, each, each, each country has their, their own set of uh, laws, their own set of uh, rules, their central bank uh, policies, networks that uh, accomplish all of that. Uh, and so being able to do this, even in the LATAM region across some, let's say, three markets, Mexico, um, Colombia, and Brazil, um, that's, a, that's a very, very, very big deal. Um, and, and we've got companies right now that are dying to, to, to be in, in all of those markets. So the demand for Galileo services are very, very, very high. Uh, and and growth is is growing accordingly. Um, but um, how do we stay on top of the game? Um, well, one thing to to recognize is that Galileo has been doing this for twenty years. Um, and we've been building around this uh, this notion or idea, um, being able to have a cloud native capability that allows you to go into these different markets, um, having the architecture set up correctly so that you can adapt into it, go back to organizing the information. Um, and and being able to do all of this is really where the power of Galileo's platform comes. Do you feel you you have grown to such a size where now, uh, rather than building it, you will go into the acquisition model? 
you know, maybe the snowball effect, you know, you say, you know, why build it? We can just go acquire these companies now and and have them bring them under our umbrella, under our uh, wheelhouse, and, you know, we'll, we'll take it from there. Uh, we're not thinking so much about that yet, um, and and um, and really hasn't been part of our, our thinking. Um, we're we're having uh, such a great uh, experience with uh, enabling our partners uh, and creating success. I'll share a, um, a conversation I had within the last uh, week or so of somebody that runs the category at Facebook. Uh, they called me and said, "Hey, I want to go to work for your company." I said, "What are you thinking?" He said, and he, he deals with many of our clients, uh, he, he said, you know, every time I turn around, one of your clients is, uh, is receiving another $200 million investment. And, uh, and that's powerful. Uh, so if you stop and think about these technology-enabling platforms and the size and capability that, say, you know, I'll just pick Google as an example, um, uh, can grow to by enabling others to succeed. That's the model that we're in, right? Um, and uh, I, I mentioned uh, going into Mexico. You know, we've signed uh, seven of the top twenty deals there already. Uh, we've only been live there for about six months. One of those is this company from Argentina. Um, you know, they account for seven percent uh, of all of Argentina today um, in terms of market share. And um, so being able to partner with, you know, world leading uh, companies such as that uh, is, is, is a big deal. You know, we, I look at our, our relationship, for example, with Robinhood uh, or with Chime or any of these large fintech companies. Um, this transformation that is going on right now is big and it's powerful and it's not, it's not going to stop. Um, you know, we're going to see a lot of change and the acquisition that you're, that you're referring to. Um, it will come, um, not Galileo acquiring, but uh, consolidation within the industry of these various different, different components that are being optimized. That That is certainly coming. And being able to bring additional products and services, which is what Galileo, again, is trying to do on the enabling side so that they can roll out lending products, they can roll out invest products, is a key part of our strategy. Okay, what about in the incumbents? Do they also ride on your rails in the U.S.? Um, that's a very good question. For the most part, the incumbents ride on legacy uh, platforms. Uh, they know that they are uh, hamstrung. Um, so those discussions are underway with uh, many of the global incumbent leaders, and we're in discussions with many of them. Um, they, they have two problems to fix. One is the technology that they use, and that's probably... Uh, it's important, but not the most important. The other is a, um, an insane focus on the consumer experience. And most of the incumbents um, don't have that. Uh, and so, you know, this, this reimagination begins with putting the consumer first. Uh, where am I receiving my money? Uh, how am I storing my money? How am I using my money? These are all questions that come into play here. And, uh, and eliminating that friction uh, in, wherever it exists in that experience is what's causing the, um, the, the fintech revelation to occur and the incumbents to uh, re-examine their own strategies. What about the existing U.S. banks? I mean, you know, the small uh, tier, not even tier two, let's say tier three banks, single branch, two branch, well, you mm -hmm. know, commercial agriculture bank here and there, who are 
let's say for lack of a better word, they have no option than to work with the oligopoly, which is, you know, the Jack Henry's, the FIS, the Fiserv's. Do they come out to you and reach out to you and say, you know, how can you help us? Uh, not, not, not so much. Uh, not as much as you might expect. <laughs> um, there have been um, companies that serve that type of distribution. Uh, so in the United States, we have, you know, over 8,000 banks and many of them, as you say, we've got a two-tiered banking system here with, you know, state regulated banks as well as uh, federally chartered banks. And, um, um, you know, the incumbents, large or small, um, are really, they are right where you say today, which is they have a legacy platform such as the ones that you're mentioning and don't really know where to go or how to go to get into the digital strategy. So it's, a, it's certainly an open invitation to them to examine their, their technological capabilities and, uh, and relook at their, their go-to-market strategy. Have you, do you have an example? I mean, you don't have to tell me the name, but do you have examples of where, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> where oh, yeah. for, exa- uh, for example, you know, a, a company, let's say a modern fintech, or, or I wouldn't say an incumbent, but let's say someone who's been in the market for a few years decided to just, you know, throw their hands up and say, you know what, we're not going to do this, rather than trying to build their own, they just decided to do it with you, work with you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I've got two that I'll, I'll give you. One is uh, an over 100-year-old Midwest, um, uh, Midwest in the United States uh, financial institution uh, who's got five branches, uh, and they're, they're looking at what they do from a branch perspective. The pandemic has, sell- has accelerated their thinking in terms of contactless and the purpose of the branch and whether or not they need it or want it. You look at the younger generation, the millennial generation, of course, uh, they don't need any of that. They have everything they need in their hand. Um, and um, they've come to us and said, um, help us, help us transform our, our situation. Um, the, and then uh, second experience, um, a very, very large uh, top, top fit, uh, 20, um, actually top 10 um, uh, global financial institution uh, is looking at their strategy and, um, and evaluating what they do and how they do it. And, um, and and Galileo is is working with with uh, with them. So, if one wants to enter the U.S. market, you would be a good party to talk to, correct? Uh, yeah. So if, that's a very uh, good point. If you look at the um, top six um, fintech companies uh, out of uh, the UK, uh, five of those six companies are are actually Galileo clients, and so uh, many of them as they chose to enter into the United States, they did that with, uh, with Galileo. Um, so yeah, I would say yes, uh, um, Galileo is the obvious choice in the United States. So let me ask uh, about what is happening now in the blockchain and crypto and DeFi. I mean, there's so many acronyms one could throw. How do you see that? Are you going to get complacent or are you, you know, watching it with a Hawkeye? What's, what's your take on all this? Well, we've been involved in it for a number of years, so that'd be the first thing that I would say. Um, you know, we um, in w- one of the first products that we rolled out, um, uh, I, I'd have to go back it's three or four years ago, um, was an ability to be able to provide a gateway, if you will, and I'll define what I mean by that, between um, 
blockchain um, capabilities and the U.S. payment uh, networks. So if I had um, a store of value that was resident in some sort of uh, uh, coin structure uh, on the blockchain, uh, and I wanted to access that and be able to do that through a payment card um, for several years, there was only one bank in the United States that was doing that, and we were getting 100% of their deal flow. So that's that's one observation. Uh, from a, from a, um, a technology perspective, um, Galileo has been looking at, at this and studying it and uh, tracking it and um, you know, very, very familiar with uh, the capabilities of, uh, of that, that world uh, and watching it uh, very closely. What's your uh, prediction when some of these technologies, though they may seem very academic or educational, you know, uh, would actually make it to the mainstream where, you know, your high street banks or your incumbent financial institutions would really have their rails plugged into them and saying, you know, yes, we offer gateways into such uh, mechanisms and our customers can use it. For example, your customers, they would be able to use it today on their API. You know, if you if you were to sign up with the Galileo API, you know, yes, you can store uh, crypto values or whatever other assets, digital assets in, in, in such cases. Do you see that happening in the coming years, very soon or still some time away? Uh, it's a good question. Um, you're asking an important technology adoption question, um, which is, um, you know, as the, the technology is being first uh, created, um, it, it moves quite slowly. But when, when it begins to move, it moves very, very quickly. And you can see this actually in, in, um, in IP penetration. Um, you know, early on, what you had was a few universities uh, and then um, a little bit of commercialization, and then yeah, I mean, remember Novell, ultimately and to- PCs, token rings, yes. and so forth. Yeah, yes, Novell, uh, and ultimately, uh, you know, it became uh, uh, very, very widespread. And today, it's it's one of the most widespread capabilities uh, out there. Um, you know, th- that's true of payments today. Um, if you look, as you look at blockchain, you've got, you know, as you've noted, a few of these research sorts of projects going on. Um, but when it begins to move, it will move, it will take longer. Uh, but when it, when it finally does go, uh, it'll actually go faster than what you're expecting. So it's, it's a mixed, it's a mixed answer. It'll take longer to get there. Uh, and then once it goes, it'll actually go faster than you uh, might imagine. Mm. And what about becoming a licensed financial institution yourselves? Was that something you might want to do? Um, well, uh, Galileo is not doing that. Um, uh, SoFi, um, it makes you know, perfect sense for SoFi to do that. Um, and we're certainly um, looking at that. SoFi has actually already announced their intentions and their, their filing uh, uh, for a national bank. So I would say the answer for SoFi is uh, yes, absolutely. Um, Galileo, um, we intend to power uh, fintech companies and other financial services institutions. Okay. Um, last question before I uh, sort of end the interview. Do you want to say anything to any of the fintechs or institutions or startups, accelerators, et cetera, who are either within the United States looking at expanding into payments and banking and card issuance uh, and all the product line that you carry, or even from abroad, do you have a message for them? 
Let me speak to innovation for just a minute, because I think that's critical to sure. what you're, what you're, is at the genesis of your question here. Um, the Galileo instant capability, when you par- when you partner that with the, the broad expanse of services that Galileo offers, is really a match made in heaven for innovation because, um, you know, you can, you can come, uh, you can, um, essentially, uh, do your project very, very quickly. You can get to an MVP. Um, you might be able to take that MVP out and uh, talk to a, a range of investors. Um, it's branded as your own experience, um, and you can you can grow it from there. So it's I, I view this as a a rapid fire um, you know enabling technology, and um, and so the thing that I would say to um, you know, to, to anybody who has a desire to, to do this is if you have an imagination and capability and are willing to work hard, uh, there's an opportunity for you in FinTech. Great. Is Galileo hiring? This is a question we ask from all the CEOs that we interview. Uh, so Galileo is absolutely hiring. We've hired a lot in the last uh, two quarters and uh, we're hiring more. So uh, we've had a, an incredible um uh, first half of this year, uh, our revenues doubled. Our EBITDA was up 135%, and leading indicators up in the range of 235%, so uh, nearly tripling. Uh, and um, and uh, just to give you an example, just in engineering, uh, for the last uh, three months of the year here, we'll add an additional 85 engineers into our um, into our company. A total total about uh, 2,000 employees. And how can they apply? The companies. Through the website? Uh, the, yeah, they come to the Galileo website and, and all the jobs are posted and listed there. Well, Clay, thank you very much for your time. We appreciate it. Wishing you all the best. Sounds like Galileo is, you know, probably the only horse in the field racing around the track. And, uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, keep in touch and have, have a good one. Stay safe. Thank you so much, Faisal. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.